What's good, y'all? Tune in to Street Eats and Dope Beats, the podcast. I go by Mike Rock, and to my right is my man JMKM. We're missing our boy, Chef Adam, running errands, doing things, taking care of business. You know how that goes. Life. Life, pretty much. But uh, yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Green faces, I'm still chasing. Shoes fit now, I'm soul searching. A damn thing for the grand scheme. Reason why I've been so determined. Bringing rap and hip hop together through words that spit be my sole purpose. Came here to open your mind with this like the mind. All right, guys. So, yeah, once again, this is Street Eats Dope Beats. Uh, this podcast, we try to tie together today's DIY music industry with the long standing like street food hustle that has made its way into the mainstream. That's what we yep. say. You know, real quick, we want to remind you guys is that this podcast is produced by us here at Productive Culture. Uh, if you guys go into ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast and you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, fill out the little form there and we're going to hook you up if you let them know that you heard about yes, yes. our services through this podcast. Um, yeah, so today, you know, in the absence of uh, El Jefe, Chef Adam. El Jefe. I want him to get that tatted right here for real. He like should. In, like in a... Um, what's the movie? Chef. Yeah. You've seen the movie Chef. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect uh, actually segue because we're actually going to talk about some uh, Roy Choi things here. Yeah. <clears throat> but actually, I mean, before that, I wanted to, wanted to ask you, like, how you been? Because it's been a minute since we uh, recorded. I've been good. Uh, yeah, I've been good. Just been grinding. Happy belated Father's Day Thank to you, man. Thank you. You know, th- And you as well for all, since they call you the plant poppy. <laughs> all the plants yeah. that are your children. They gotta be fed. Yeah, nah, man. Water ain't cheap. It ain't free either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Part of the rent. Facts. No, but yeah, it was a pretty chill. uh, You know, Father's Day. I had like, as the first Father's Day that I spent with my grandfather and my dad. That's so dope. Over ten years, maybe twelve. All together, like all you guys together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that that was that was pretty tight. So it was cool. It was like, it was the one of the first Father's Day that I felt like it was a Father's Day for me. Because they That's were there dope. And I was with them And it was just kind of weird Damn. Normally on Father's Day Like You know Daisy just lets me cook And make a mess In the house And then <laughs> And then we'll just I'll take the day off And then yeah. it's a wrap But This is like a real deal Father's Day So but. That's dope And all your family Pretty much flew out from Hawaii Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I had uh, Not almost all, all my family Because my sister Wasn't able to make it But mm. um, My dad and my mom And my grandpa They made the trip from Hawaii And my older brother From Washington and we all congregated in Vegas, where my other brother, older brother, lives. Vegas, that's the main, that's the main point where everybody got to hang out at. Yeah, but like I tell people, Meet up. like I when I do Vegas, I do Vegas dad style. I'm just like, what'd you do? Where'd you stay? At my brother's house. What'd you do? Just hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like people like expecting you guys to be like going out clubbing or nah, nah. or something like that, right? In the beginning, when I first moved to California, my brother used to like he used to take me out. I would drive up there, and he would take me yeah. out. Um, that's a different story though yeah. But now that you're g- Kind of like a dad You're like settled Chill yeah. yep. Mellowed out but, um, Yeah I was chill man And uh, I was gonna go check out uh, What's it called? Uh, Best Friend Best Friend Yeah And we were looking at the menu And we were gonna go But we just were there for You know We just ended up just hanging out Yeah We always make plans But we're just like Oh let's just hang out Let's just Instead of going out to eat Let's just make food And let's cook And then that's kind of like A throwback vibe for us because we all haven't been in the same house together since like 95. Wow. Because my oldest brother left in 95 and then the next one left in 96. So just having all the family in the house cooking, bumping into each other is weird. Like, 
it's it's just it's weird. It's like we we get to play house once every couple of years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds no, fun. but yeah, yeah. that's a, that's cool though. Like, what'd you guys cook though? Uh, so that's what I'm more interested in. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first time I didn't go too too crazy. Yeah. I mean, no my, furikake chicken. No, not this time. I was going to, Ooh. but uh, my dad brought up some Big Island smoked pork. So he, <laughs> he brought it from yeah. From so they 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 one of the carry ons was like a cooler bag. <laughs> so we had the smoked pork, it had la la, and it had some patellas in there. Ooh. So that's like smoked. So it's technically cooked. Mm-hmm. Um. So they brought that. Actually, no, scratch that. That's what I brought home. But. My brother made some. He had some. Pork. My brother got a smoker for his Dope. birthday, so he made some. And then, so I just made like smoked meat and onions. And then my other brother uh, did like smoked chicken. We just used the smoker grill thing because it was brand new. Yeah. And then um, my brother from Vegas, his smoker, he made like some ribs and just hung out. And then I think we just—I think it's my phone. I forgot to turn my phone off. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that that was that was that was pretty chill. And then um yeah, I didn't go too crazy. Normally, like I go crazy, like go all out. The last time I was there for New Year's, I posted I made like a poke musubi. Uh-huh. With like chicken skin cracklings on top. <sighs> yeah, it was ridiculous. It's a violation. But it's good though. Is it though? Is it a violation? I mean, if you have respect for your cholesterol. <laughs> but that's for the combo. LDL and that's the HDL. <laughs> that's another combo. <laughs> no, yeah, so um, yeah, normally we just kind of hang out. I mean, we we do have our spots in Vegas that we hit up, but we were gonna go to go see best to go to go to best friend. And I was explaining to them like what it was, like there's the LA shit and there's the other. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, let's go, let's check it out. So we'll definitely check it out next time. But um, Roy Choi is definitely making a buzz everywhere. He's in Vegas. Yeah, he's it's in like Vegas. It's, it's like a residency. It's like when an artist gets like. I guess it's a big deal for if you're a restaurant. I think it's a big deal, especially if you're coming from LA. Restaurant tour, restaurant is a restaurant tour. Is that the right word? Yeah, I still don't think that he he would even go by that by that term. You know what I mean? Like just just, he's just, just a, a chef, chef just, just a cook holding it down. Yeah, but yeah, you, you're right though. He's he's holding it down on in Vegas, and he's on Netflix, and he's on public access TV, which is KCET or or TasteMade even. So yeah, well, that's what we were exactly. Uh, gonna talk about broken bread you you've seen a couple episodes yeah i love it yeah i've seen like the first two or three up until the one where like they're making food out of like forage stuff right and they use the stuff with the jellyfish that was mind-blowing the jellyfish thing that tripped me out yeah i i wouldn't know how i would uh be all all about that texture yeah so just for people that haven't seen it it's that particular yeah. episode well what's the the, the breakdown of the show because I want to talk about that episode. Yeah, was- so breaking broken bread is is basically um, it's more of like the social aspect of uh, food uh, when it comes down to it. So he he kind of tackles like in in each episode where he's going through um, like food waste, um, lack of resources in in certain communities and neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of what else, but it's like also like what you mentioned, like foraging, like pretty much like when we hit like. Uh, like an apocalypse. Yeah, I guess they're saying like you know we can't sur- the amount of people that we have we can't survive off of like farmed animals. Right, like the whole thing about like and and the fact that the the impact of uh, farm animals is actually more detrimental as opposed to automobiles, uh, cars and and uh, vehicles all over. Yeah. Like they like you would think that that would con- uh, contribute more to the pollution, but it's actually 
from my understanding and, and learning from from the show, it's through you know uh, livestock, mm-hmm. you know all the carbon footprint from from animals and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, personally for me, like I've been slowly cutting down on eating meat. Yeah, little by little. Like, um, like I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I still go to Korean barbecue, go shabu shabu, yeah, and all. But at the Get same that. time, like, oh, that's all you can eat too, you know. Yeah. Get that but veggie now, plate. Yeah, but now it's like um, I'll, I'll try to go uh, look for like the Impossible Burgers wherever they're at, or the Beyond Meat Burgers. Yeah. Um, just to still have a burger, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, back to the whole uh, Broken Bread episode uh, or series. Um, it's it's a lot of uh, social things that. Um, he he tackles uh, that I think that are very important. Like as far as when it comes to food and and um, sustainability is actually one thing uh, that 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 he touched on. And also touching on like um, uh, when they're implementing uh, cannabis to uh, mm. food, which yeah. is which is a big thing here in California, if you or Southern California actually. But um, I think what more what's what I find interesting about it is um, uh, touching on the cannabis thing, on the cannabis side of things. It's kind of like, how are you able to do all this stuff with cannabis, but then you got a whole bunch of folks locked up for the same thing still, kind of thing. Yeah. So that's that's a that's something that you know the 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 justice system's like been working on. Yeah. Um, as far as that goes, um, it's like if, if it's a tool to control this gang population or this minority population yeah. then if it's a case that they can tack onto you then they'll do it but if it's like it's i don't know is that is it still i mean i know it was de- decriminalized they say but there's still that doesn't mean yeah. everyone that work was criminalized gets out of jail free you know right right there's i mean they're still working on on all that stuff like they're expunging uh people from from cannabis uh um, like if you were arrested for for weed and stuff like that, but that's another thing. And then on top of that, he also had he also I'm telling you, Roy Choi's everywhere. He's on Netflix too. So if you if you haven't had a chance to go check out um, the Chef Show, yeah, you you seen a couple episodes? I, one episode? Yeah, I, yeah. I just I just started watching it, hearing about it. I kept, mm-hmm. I mean, because I like the movie The Chef or Chef Chef, yeah, Chef, yeah. And then, I mean, I saw it on my Netflix and I was like, I got to watch it. So I started watching it. I like how it's put together and edited with the graphics in between. Like, that was pretty unique. Yeah. I was just like... I like that Play-Doh yeah. animation. <laughs> and I wasn't sure what to expect. And I was like, okay, what is this? You know, yeah. is it just like another, you know, um, I don't know. Like, what do you call those shoes? Those shoes, those shows where it's like, you know, we're following this, this chef around, trying things like the whole... Anthony Bourdain, Action Bronson, like that kind of vibe. Like, right. I thought it was gonna be something like that, but they're actually just in. From what I saw, they're just in in the in the kitchen. In the kitchen. But they have guests come on, like Bill Burr or like yeah, Cameron. Uh, there's Cameron like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Pepper Potts. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm pretty sure Gwyneth Paltrow and Cameron Diaz is the same person. Close but enough. It's 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 very close. <laughs> pretty close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whichever one it is, yeah, I saw that one. So. Yeah. That one's more, I think, it's, it's for what it is. Like it's it's a really dope show. Um, people even started coining uh, Roy Choi as like the next Anthony Bourdain kind of thing. But it's kind of like I wouldn't even go that far. Mm. I think it's more so like you know just 
just enjoying food and 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 it's more of a that's like more of like the casual end of food you know as opposed to broken bread was more of like social justice yeah like how can we repair this how can we uh make people more aware yeah of of what's going on with with food and yeah and all that but what's dope though is with broken bread there's also pretty damn good music behind the background yeah Uh, same with uh the chef show yeah uh so i think that's i think the person in charge of all that was uh dan the automator oh really i was gonna ask is it like curated by the same person i want to say so yeah i i I know uh him and roy are, are are homies um i've seen i've seen dan um a couple times like live and his style is just like super duper funky yeah like that's i love that stuff is as dan, far as music goes is dan the automator the one that does the sets with the toys no that's a uh, dj newmark oh i think shout out dj newmark i think it's dj newmark i saw that from, recently uh, jurassic five yeah with okay. all the um just a bunch of toys right and you yeah. just had it all plugged in yeah like yeah i saw that recently that, that blew my mind yeah um yeah and it's like with with that with the uh, with the broken bread with the social justice part of it, that's like a huge part of what I've been getting into just being in LA for the past like nine ten years now, and yeah. I'm like starting to get involved with like LA if that makes sense. Like I'm just starting to get like where before I was like a transplant, and I mean I, I mean this is home now. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but like you know I've been like starting to work with with these kids as part of these nonprofits, and like when I saw the first episode. I was like, yo, they're really like, I really related to what they're talking about and what they started with, like homeboy industries. Yeah, because you're from here now, man. Yeah, that's where I'm from, fool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was surprised when I saw it. I was like, I remember asking you guys when you guys were talking. I was like, what is what is Broken Bread? What is it? Is it a movie? Is it a documentary? Yeah. And I was like, when I saw it was series, like, cool, because I like series. Like, if I can dedicate 20, 30 minutes of my time to take this in, you know, and then just, just. Yeah, so far every episode I've seen has been great, you know. Um, and then the one about like the forage foods, that one was pretty trippy. So they like yeah. got, they're talking about uh, just resources, right? And how like there's an abundance of jellyfish. And someone was like, oh, instead of flour, you can get like almond flour, but they're like the amount of water it takes to make flour, or for the amount of water it takes to, to make one almond. It takes a gallon. Yeah, actually, uh, our our homie from uh, Reverse Orangutan told me that. Yeah, and, and how many almonds does it take to make almond milk? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like that's a lot, yo. Yeah. That's a lot of water. So, so he told me that. So I asked him. I asked him uh, the the benefits of 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 almond milk and and oat milk. He told me the same thing, and yeah. he told me oat milk's a way to go if you, if you're if you're talking about sustainability. Yeah. So. He gave me that option. I was like, dude, I'm going to go with oat milk yeah. then, you know, 100%. But then they ended up taking this jellyfish and grinding it up into a flour. Yeah. And then they made these things. Like they dried it. it out, right? They or dried something? it out. And I was like, that's pretty. I mean, I'll try that. I wonder if it tastes like shrimp chips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, those like, green onion flavor. Nah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, like those little fake shrimp chips that come in the bag. They're like, it's not fake. It's real shrimp. It's real shrimp. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so, like that stuff. That's that MSG flavor. Yeah, flavor Town USA. One part MSG, one part flavor. Yeah. What? So if you were in that, like, so it, if it was if it was the apocalypse and resources were limited, and you had to make a meal for your fellow survivors, yeah, what would it, what what would you what would you? Hook I up think with? I would run into Smart and Final and lock myself in there. 
Yeah. Or not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie? Have you seen a uh, Bird Box or Bird Box? The Sandra Sandra Bullock is, is that it Bird Box? Yeah, Bird Box where they where go she's to like the grocery store. Right yeah, yeah and they go in the grocery store. Uh huh. It's like damn, they had a lot of loot in there. That's, that's tight. Yeah. Um. Damn. I w- I don't know. I think I would. Um. It would have to be a lot of vegetation, obviously. Yeah. Based on resources alone, but then I w- see that's the thing. Like people don't even know like what's good enough for you to eat and what's not good good for you to eat yeah. you know what i'm saying like i think like for should... me like i think i would i would personally i would probably like mess up and eat poison ivy yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying like i even though i'm like getting into the plant game and trying to understand plants yeah 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 like there's certain plants obviously you're not supposed to consume and all that shit yeah. so i'm like super concerned i'm like uh that's this and that's that i think you could eat that one and then somebody just chokes and dies and i'm like well Fucked up. What am I gonna do? Yeah. What we need to do is we need to learn how to like make like pine cone sandwiches. Certain things. We learn how to make like <laughs> pine cone kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> like things that we can ferment. Like uh, yeah. we need to learn how to make soy sauce. Yeah. Obviously, like, you know, preserving food and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, that's probably important. But yeah. I think like for us to continuously like rely on uh on beef, pork and chicken and you know, just livestock altogether, it's just like it's no longer the wave, man. It's no. like you just really gotta. Like we weren't even supposed to be eating all you can eat Korean barbecue. Yeah. To begin with, you know, like I've I've learned from 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 these shows actually, like like uh, Korean meals usually for like if there's like beef involved, it's like it's a special occasion. Yeah. Right. Same thing for like Filipinos and stuff like that. We have like for special occasion, it's lechon, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like. If it's just it's just another Saturday barbecue and all of a sudden there's a lechon there, it's like uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. So if we keep relying on livestock like that, you know, it's overall I think it's just gonna be continuously devastating for for our climate, for our environment, and stuff like that. You're you're thinking about it, how crazy it is, huh? It's crazy. Yeah, my mind's blown. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like fucking, I can't live off spam every day. What Maybe. Do what do you mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I just, yeah. I, I always wonder, like, what if this? Well, I, I wonder when it comes to Korean barbecue, like, that's a purely American thing. I'm assuming. Yeah. Because like, how do we get to this point, like, where it became like, you know, a lot of Asian meals are just like, it's uh, Asian it's like meals is like it goes a eating long way. Contest, the man. meat, yeah, like the meat you know? gets stretched out, right? Like, one family could share like one piece of meat and then all these veggies and all this rice. You know what I mean? True. But like Korean barbecue now, it's the opposite. Like you're trained to not get rice because it's going to fill you up. Right. And then you just get all this meat. And, and then, then maybe you get salad like, every now and then. And then maybe you and get then, like one of the veggie trays. Yeah. Which I don't know. For me, maybe I'm just my technique is off. But like the veggie trays from Korean barbecue, like sometimes it's, it's kind of frustrating. The banchan? No, not, not that. The one when you can order to cook on the grill. Yeah. Because it's like they have different things that cook different ways. They got like mushroom and then they got like onion and the onion is hard. It's like it's just… I want to like <laughs> I want to saute that. I don't want to just put it on a on a, on a dry on a dry grill and then just raggedy ass mushroom. Well, you, just, you know what I mean? You just dip it in the oil like the go, sesame yeah. oil and then put throw then it, put on. it on. Yeah, there you go. Oh, excuse me, can I get a grill? Next change? time we'll figure it out. Yeah, we gotta go. It's been a while since I've been. Yeah, uh, we've been, been actually uh, Julia and I. We've been doing a lot of um, shabu shabu. I like shabu shabu. Yeah, yo, that's the hot pot. The hot pot. <laughs> That's good too. I mean, usually I'll, I'll overload on veggies there, like oh, on yeah. the bok choy and all that. Oh yeah, but you make, talk- your own, you make your own sauces and stuff. No, well, kinda. Like 
my usual go-to sauce is like the goma sauce. It's like the brown one. Mm-hmm. And then they, they'll have like all this minced up garlic and uh, onions and daikon. I'll, t- I'll toss all that in. So it's like a thick slurry kind of like sauce. So yeah. like when I dip the meat in or veggies or whatever, it's just like banging. Yeah, I've only been a um, I've been a hot pot once and I've been a shabu shabu once, and, and that's it. Like the Chinese hot pot. I've been a Chinese or, hot pot or like th- uh, Chinese yeah. Or a Thai uh, Thai Taiwanese yeah yeah. And then I've been to like an actual shabu shabu place once where it was like yeah, um, you order like a plate and it's presented. It's just the presentation. I'm sorry, we're just all fat asses here. Yeah, we're, we're just, just hungry. Yeah, food, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, hey. I'm hungry right now. Just talking about this. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We will keep talking about food right now because, you know, like. Uh, as far as like an- another topic that um, uh, that that I've, I've been seeing like on social media is um, like su- school lunches. Oh yeah, right. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So talk school lunches. Let's talk about school lunches. So school lunches. Um, there are people, or you know, unfortunately, there are people that that uh, live that you know low that have low income. Uh, they come from low income families, and they're faced with the struggle of like paying for lunch and i think there's like i think there was an an incident where i guess a certain amount of kids i don't recall exactly from what state but uh they weren't able to pay for school lunches uh-huh. and some individual paid it all off like dude like no kids should really go hungry kind of right, thing. Yeah. You know, especially where you're at school, you know, at a public school, like yeah. that, that all should be like taken care of and, and included, you know, for, for what it is. That must be in like a nice area because all the schools that I've ever been to have always been a free lunch. Like Yeah. Did you like I remember my mom filling out forms for for all that. Yeah, you'd have kid, to yeah. fill out the form, they'll give you the tickets. If not, it was like mad cheap, you know? Yeah. But like I mean I think in general, yeah, they're meant to be cheaper, but yeah, I remember. I mean, we, we, Adam, we had the we had the free lunch. Yeah, definitely. Adam would know more about that, mm-hmm. in that in since he he works at the school districts. Um, but you know, it's like it's to me, it's like concerning. Like I remember having like a, a couple homies in in elementary school, and, and I knew that they couldn't afford lunch or whatever, and 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 I knew I had like an extra fifty cents or 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 a buck because I was gonna get a pencil to like. Like in the machine and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yo, I'm going to get my homie like another like uh, burger or like Salisbury steak or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and hook him up. That was that was, that was the one of choice, the Salisbury steak? Salisbury steak. Uh, there was like, there was meatloaf at one point. Yeah. But there was like... Why do you have a look of disgust on your face? <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm really trying to remember. Yeah. There was a there was like this chicken sandwich thing. And I thought it was pretty good. And I'm pretty sure Adam will still say that that chicken sandwich is much better than Chick-fil-A. Yeah. 100%. 100% I don't you know. know about that. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... Yeah, no. I was trying to remember because there was like... One time there was like super soggy ass uh, spaghetti yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of it... You know, it was pro- it was like processed food. Oh you know, yeah, and, and I think now it's a lot of processed food because of cost, right? You know, and that's something that I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Adam has a lot to say about that. No disrespect to this, to the school food, but I know it's like a lot no, of. No, that's that has nothing to do with like the the people that work in the lunch in the lunch rooms and stuff yeah. like that. You know, it's it's more of like, well, this is all we could afford as far as budget goes. Yeah, it's kind of like don't shoot the messenger. This is what we're here to do. Yeah, but you know, it's problematic that way. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, and I think they have been making efforts to like make stuff healthier because 
I feel like maybe back in the day it was more of like a free-for-all with like it was still like home-cooked foods at least growing up in Hawaii it was a lot of home-cooked stuff but it wasn't at like school as, lunch for yeah, school lunch school lunch was always like we never had anything packaged ever I mean wow it, it was always like like stuff that was being made there and sometimes as part of like when you get to a certain grade I went to like a K through 8 school so yeah. when you get to like 6th grade you can start serving and helping out in the cafeteria you already know I'd be like volunteering I'd be like did you really can I go hell yeah because at the end of the because <laughs> at the end you get to serve yourself boy and how yeah. many whatever portions yeah yeah that's yeah. what's up so then um uh, <laughs> I just had a flashback and then <laughs> so it was all home apparently it was a good flashback because yeah. you, you didn't have a look of disgust like I <laughs> no, did and shit. it was just exciting and then uh <laughs> But I know now because my my you know my son I see what he what he gets and it's a lot of packaged stuff and it's things that they're with food labeling they're attempting to make it appear healthier which I'm sure it is but it'll be like a calzone but a calzone it'll be like it's like turkey meat or something inside and it's like whole wheat calzone or it'll be like a breakfast instead of a cookie it's like a breakfast round that's like one of those things that it's a single breakfast cookie that's Designed to have all these nutrients in it. Gotcha. Like what they like to get like a jail in jail. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, what Why else? Why you got to compare it to jail no, 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 no. for? And then, for example, they like one one thing they do have is like Uncrustables. Uncrustables it has like a lot of sugar. In the store, the it's one packaged. in the store, it's packaged. But the Uncrustables it says like holy less sugar. Yeah. It's still Uncrustables. It's still a processed food, but it's like at least healthier. Yeah. Um, what else does he usually get? Um. They get a lot of like those breakfast burritos that are just like microwavable um, or baked or whatever. Yeah. And those are just like bean and cheese burritos. Yeah, that's pretty, you know, and it says it has like, I think, you know, they label it as like more protein and stuff like that. But um, was it like that back in the day here? Like what was kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, when when we grew up, like it, it wasn't necessarily all packaged food, like to begin with, from from what I remember. Yeah. But I do remember packaged calzones. And that used to be my jam because it was like, yo, it's like a pizza, but it's like folded over. And That's I'm like, wild. I'm all about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but there was there was a couple of packaged foods that I can't even remember. And even when I was working at the school district not too long ago, there was a lot of food that were packaged for, for our students. And everything that you actually described, that's exactly Same. what they, they had, you know? I think, remember maybe like, did you guys have like dessert sometimes? Like popsicles? Um, Those little push pops? I think so. I, I remember having the um, little triangle ones. There was a triangle one. I remember that. But then also there was like um like a little ice cream thingy, and then oh had yeah, like yeah. A wooden spoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We had that those. was every once in a while, right? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like oh it's Friday then. Yeah, it's always like it's a special occasion or like they're just cleaning out the lunchroom. They probably yeah. held this from us for a, for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. and a lot of it was. I mean, not all of it was like home cooked necessarily. Some of it was, but a lot of it was like just a standard like the like fish sticks or. Yeah, things that obviously are flown in or like or shipped in, but then I remember like everyone knows like the standard school pizza it was like the little rectangle joint. Yeah, it was a with the little. It's like a French bed or something. Yeah, like that. and like and the mini just, the the diced, uh, diced pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yeah. yeah it that, wasn't like the circle pepperoni, but yeah. it was like cubed up pepperoni. Yeah, I was yeah, and that's you can only get that there. Yeah, I, you know I, I mean, do recall that, and I remember getting doubles of that a couple yeah, times. Doubles. Yeah. And would you like trade? Like yo. It depends, like you know, like I had, like there were there were kids that would bring Lunchables and stuff, and Lunchables in the early '90s was obviously the shit. Like if you if you had Lunchables, I was like, oh, you you got that good lunch, yeah, you know. And then after a while, you know, 
I don't know if you had the chance to watch uh, Joe Coy's uh, new special on Netflix yet. No, 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 I haven't. But I heard a lot about it. It's good. You better check it out because he does it in uh, Hawaii. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he mentioned something about like having um, like bringing lunch to school and and it would be in a Cool Whip container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like and that's what my mom did too. Like Tupperware, all of the Tupperware was basically old containers yeah. or jars or something like that. Yeah, and we had all the Cool Whip containers. Yeah, Cool Whip or Country Crock. Country Crock. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like the Wal- the Walmart brand Cool Whip doesn't exactly fit. The other great, actual Cool Whip. Great value. So great value Cool Whip <laughs> bottom does not go with Cool Whip top. You know what I mean? So it's, it's weird. Like, why is this not snapping on? But it's the same size. Yeah. That's weird, huh? Conspiracy. Yeah. Man. But um, <laughs> so anyway, I remember one time my mom um bound me. Bound wow. Uh bound means lunch in Tagalog, by the way. Uh I mean uh to like lunch to go. To, to go. Yeah. Bound. Um yeah, bound. And um she she packed me lunch and it was like leftover from a party the night before. And it was like Menudo, Filipino menudo, which is like like a pork stew, and um, and uh, there was egg rolls, it was rice. No one fucking wanted to trade with me for nothing. <laughs> you know, obviously they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" kind of thing. They you get that look. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's eating like, you know, some some burger, uh, whatever burger and cool ass lunch. But I remember having that kind of situation where people would look at you all like weird because. I went to a school that was predominantly like Mexican. Okay. But a bunch of Mexicans in El Monte. Grew up there. Mm. You know, so like every little every person that looks Asian is Chinito. Yeah. Chinese. Yeah. You know, not not anything else. Like let's say you're you're identified as Chinese. Yeah. And they're like, yo, what the fuck is that? You know, what you're eating? Chino. Yeah, Chino. What yeah. the fuck are you eating, Chino? Uh but I remember uh like the first time though I had the very, very first time I had taquitos was at school. And I was like, yo, mom, we got to pick up these things called taquitos in the frozen section at Vons or wherever we're going to go shopping at. Okay. You know? And I remember I remember that. And taquitos was like my jam for like a good long time. That was, that was your joint. That was and so they joint. served it at the school? They, they served it for lunch. Yeah. Like that and like refried beans. And it took me a while to get to like refried beans because of like the texture. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, why Why does it have to look like that kind of thing? Like, it just didn't look, <laughs> it didn't look appetizing, appetizing to me personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's how school lunches were before. Like, And then I remember packing like fruit roll-ups and gummy Snacking. bears or or uh, Teddy Grahams. So for school snacks, did you ever get the, get, get the little ramen joints? Did you ever pack the, the little 35 cent pack of top ramen? And nah. break it, break it down. I didn't and do then, that. I didn't then, do it at school because I thought I was, people were, were going to think I was weird. Oh, okay. But I did it at home, though. Oh, man. Because in Hawaii, that was like the joint because everybody had, everybody brought that. Right. And then you had the one weird person that would try to bring a cup of noodle. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you can't break down a cup of noodle and eat it like that. But the actual ramen packets, you have different flavors. I remember I would always have like the oriental flavor, the blue one. And my homie Lo, he had What's all oriental food. flavor though? That's a different conversation. It's actually <laughs> it's okay to call a flavor oriental. Don't call a person oriental. Correct. Um, um, or a rug. You can call a rug oriental or uh. a flavor of soup. Um, but yeah, like people would trade different ones, and then they started coming out with like the the little the lime flavored stuff, and 
Yeah. But you know that was that was exciting. I guess because I grew up in an area that was like predominantly Asian or mixed race and Hawaiian and Japanese and Chinese and all that stuff. So yeah. But because it was like I grew up more in the countryside, and it was like plantation family, low income, like the joints is like you wouldn't see people bringing lunch to school unless they had to, unless it was a field trip, because uh. people would want they needed to eat what was there. Mm. And then even I, I even look back at like what they served. There was definitely some struggle meals that like the school itself served that I guarantee you was not part of an approved menu. So what was like? What, so like, what did they serve like for lunch? Like on a regular basis? Like it's just know. yeah, everything with like rice. I mean, on a regular basis, like we didn't have um, Salisbury steak. What did you? So you'd have Salisbury steak. But what would it be served with? Corn, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. So we'd have a hamburger steak with rice. Oh. We'd have like And you ask Auntie Auntie, can I throw an egg on top? Extra, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we never had egg. We never yeah, egg wasn't a thing. Um but it was that's just like a, every everything that's else. It's a luxury that, item. Yeah, everything else from the school school lunches you would see like the spaghettis and the lasagnas. Right. Um those are always easy to make, that's yeah. Why. But then they would have like I think every Friday was like Hawaiian. So it was like Kalua pig. Not every, I don't know if it's every Friday. People, what? I don't know if people can remind me, but it was like Kalua pig and cabbage with like rice. And no, then, like Simeon. No, no. But the struggle meal that I'm talking about, like <laughs> if y'all went to like Kalaniana Ole Elementary, like I did in Popeye Cole on the Big Island, shout out to Mr. Ahia, the cafeteria manager. Gee. Y'all were wilding because you guys were serving us for breakfast. You guys wanna know? Fried rice and fried bologna with chocolate milk. Oh man, did you get bubble guts from that? I mean, I got guts for life. Like, look at <laughs> like, like it was just a regular. I specifically specifically remember them serving fried bologna and fried rice, and I mean chocolate milk. You know when you go, was like the fried bologna chopped up? No, it's like the fried bologna with the little with the little bump in it, oh and then the, God. the then the scoop of fried rice on top of the bologna. Like that's good. Like that's like the what you could probably eat at home. Everyone had fried bologna. Yes, yeah, but there's it was that or like yeah, you know, like for us, like it, I wouldn't even consider it as a struggle meal, but it was like like Vienna sausage, corned beef. Yeah, no, they serve you know, Vienna sausage spam. too. But yeah. I'm thinking like in the back in the day, it's like okay, budget's low. We gotta serve breakfast. Let's just get the leftovers. Like I don't think they would have fried rice and bologna as like an approved menu. I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of like unhealthy. But <laughs> but but they they for sure wouldn't serve that now. Unless they still do, if they do, then that's dope. But um, what was like the most? Um, what was your favorite thing that your mom or your dad packed for you for lunch? If you had to bring lunch, uh, it's just probably spam musubi. <laughs> spam musubi. Yeah, that's probably just like the classic. Like if you're gonna, go damn, on, I wish that was a classic. If for you're me. gonna go on like a food trip, food trip, a f- uh, field trip, field trip, <laughs> food trip. <laughs> I was like, where am I? What are we talking we about? We hungry. Yeah, if you go on a field trip, it's just like it's it's musubi or. I mean, Lunchables, that was a thing. I just remember, like, the Pizza Lunchables was my favorite. Yeah, Pizza uh, Lunchables. Um, or just, like, a bento. Just, like, get a little... Jeez. Yeah, whatever's left over. But if you, there's food at school, you're going to eat what's at school. That's crazy know? how that's, like, normal to you, you know? Yeah. Uh, growing up. Because, like, if you try to bring something like that when you're a kid, like, you get clowned on over here. Over here, On the yeah. main side. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's I interesting. Mean, yeah. I mean, maybe you get clowned on if you bring... I don't know there's no clowning because it's just everyone just you know I remember kids just like kids bringing this like cans of Vienna sausage to school and just like eating it out the can straight like, up straight up it was, it was wow. weird people thought I think people thought that was kind of weird I remember people being like oh, maybe it's... because it, you, you gotta heat it up first yeah everyone knows like I mean yeah if you get it all fried up with rice at home like, to just see a kid just 
popping it open, and it's, that's maybe a little weird, but maybe. Um, maybe he's well, have, having his little pop up situation, like just bring like spam and then a rice cooker and then start making <laughs> start making masubis. At- yeah, that's what I did. No, I'm just <laughs> that, that's how the hustle began. Yeah, yeah. No, for I, Jam Cam. And, and I, I don't remember. Maybe if if uh, my mom's listening, she can leave a comment. What 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 did you use to pack me for lecture school? Because I forgot. I'm pretty sure it's musubi or just leftovers. Yeah, if you can remember musubis, I'm pretty sure that's what what it was. Because I remember there was like a bunch of rice dishes that I've had. Yeah. And um, and then I'd always have to ask somebody for a microwave, and then they're like, they like roll their eyes at me. Like the lunch lady would always roll her eyes at me because I I wanted to microwave my food. Yeah. You know. Just bring a sandwich or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, we, we you know we get sandwiches and stuff, but yeah. I and then we try to. You see, that's the thing though. Like we we try. So I was like, mom, I can't bring this anymore kind of thing. You know, I had to give that explanation. Really? And be like, you know, just do sandwiches and stuff like that. So here I am buying like stacks of ham, all the different ham and and, and craft singles and like making my own sandwich and stuff like that. And like bringing like a bag of chips just to feel normal, like with everybody else and like fit in. It, that's like there's like a, a meme or like one of those posts on Instagram and talk about like like the Asian food and the Filipino food getting looked down on and stuff like that yeah so did that like affect you like with relating to your to your culture growing up in Almonte probably you know it's it's probably like a subconscious thing though like you you never really think about it when you're a kid you're just like I just don't want to be made fun of yeah you know as opposed to um, eating what I really want to eat you know cause like it's it's always interesting because after school, like somebody would pick me up, like either like a babysitter or something like they'll pick us up and then drop me off at my grandma's, and and I tell I'll tell my nana like yo can you make some French fries <laughs> or corned beef and rice or what you got going on today nana you know it's like lunch again yeah you know yeah um I don't know if it was because like I wasn't full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or if it's just like it just became a habit, like come home from school and then there's like you know there's bacon and rice and and stuff like that. It was like, yeah, kaching. I think that's jackpot. common. Like now I notice like my kid he comes home hungry because he's growing. You know, he's just like, yeah. I wonder like, what I wonder if it's like you're just hungry after the end of the day because you yeah. did something super strenuous like for the last part of the day or yeah. something like that. Well, I know like I'm noticing I'm noticing that we're, for my kid where he goes to school at like there's a lot of like picky. I mean it's just like. What they get is just like okay, you get one prepackaged sandwich, an apple, a prepackaged bag of carrots, right? And if you don't like any of those things, then you kind of don't eat. Yeah, you kind of don't eat. Or like sometimes, he'll be, I'll be like, "Did you eat this?" And he'll be like, "No, I didn't like it, so I gave it to mm. somebody." So then he'll just end up eating like a cookie or the or the juice, or he'll have two milks. Yeah. And what's interesting too is now I think I had this conversation with. Uh, friends not too long ago where it's like like did you have friends that had food allergies yeah, uh yeah like yeah. a lot like crazy like no see We're that's like, the thing like i i probably knew like maybe a handful of people that had food allergies uh-huh. but now it's like at least it seems like almost like half the class now oh, have really? like food allergies Oh, I don't know. I gotta look into that. I never really realized. Yeah, it's it's like like I knew like there was one person that couldn't have peanuts, obviously, you know, because he he'll, he'll go into anaphylactic shock or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now like, oh, um, so and so has a gluten allergy, 
he can't eat eggs. Um, she can't have, you know, peanuts or any kind of, she has a nut allergy or something like that. Um, it's like one, it's, I find it super interesting that now, like everybody has developed like over time, I don't know what it is. It's probably in the food that we have consumed from, from back then to now, mm-hmm. but like there's been more people that have like food allergies. I think it's more rampant more yeah. than anything. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I feel like it's become like some sort of epidemic. Maybe it's just getting more diagnosed more. <sighs> Probably. But then if even then, like if if you had a food allergy back then, like and nothing happened to you or maybe like a slight rash. Yeah. I don't know. I think. Well, I think there's like food allergies like peanut or seafood allergies that will like kill you versus like. Right. This food makes me itchy for 20 minutes. Oh, OK. You're allergic. Don't eat that. Right. Next, you know, like, oh, I, I can't eat gluten. Like, you know, yeah, I think we're all, a, I think we're all allergic to, to the food that certain, you know. Yeah, but I just feel like it just got more worse. Yeah. Like recently. right now, do you ever eat like something that like, okay, when I eat this, I eat it. It's good. But like my body doesn't do well with it, whether it's like dairy or beef. Well, f- dairy for sure. Yeah. Now, because I, I guess I stopped drinking milk at a certain age and then I tried drinking it again. And then I it was, was like, up. yeah bad idea yeah yeah i feel you i feel like yeah maybe maybe just people are just getting diagnosed more i don't know but it's just one of those things man but school lunches were are are crazy i want to know now how we can continue to like give kids like healthy food like i think it's dope that we're giving them the healthier options like i'm glad they're not giving them like you know all this fried rice and bologna yeah (laughs) but i want to see like how can we make this a little bit more uh you know, like, like sustainable or fresh, or you know what I mean. I'm sure there's some initiatives that are like that. Maybe it's just the communities that we're in. You know, yeah. Maybe if you're in like a nice private school, like it's still, I guess it's still trying to be established or figured out. Because even then, like in when I was still working in the school district, um, like all they had were options of either carrots or broccoli or some sort of veggie, right? But they still they'll take it, but then. Sometimes it'll end up in the trash. Yeah. Bagged up. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, dude, that's wasting food. Yeah. So it's like, it's like all these issues. Like, what are you going to do? You know, you, you damned if you do give them because it, it just ends up in the trash. Yeah. Damned if you don't because like, oh, what are you doing? You're not fulfilling the, 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 the food trying, food pyramid yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Maybe we can, oh, it would be nice one day to talk to like someone that's like, that's their profession like chef adam like chef adam. <laughs> yeah but probably should have waited on that but i'm pretty sure we'll touch base on that he'll be like, like man you guys had a conversation without me he's yeah going, he's listening right now and just like wanting to but what'd in. you expect man but like, in. Yeah. like man. we should just had him on uh speakerphone on just, yo man it's just just uh skype in yeah but um yo let's switch gears real quick yeah let's do it let's talk about some jams what have you been listening to uh as far as music goes i've been uh Listen to a lot of like Anderson Pac is always on constant rotation for me. Mm-hmm. Just like the whole music, like his style of music is just, I like it. Like it's fun, it's funky, and it's like something that you can actually like groove to and dance to. Like when I when I used to like do a lot more gigs, like I would listen for for more music like that as mm-hmm. opposed to like like more hood stuff yeah. and 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 hood shit where like people just start getting all crazy and, and stuff like that um more feel good vibes more feel good vibes like i want it to feel like summertime all the time nice speaking of which that's that's actually the mix that we're 
going to put out uh, this coming Wednesday too. Nice. As well. Has the summertime uh, more like jams. Summertime feels like um, some reggae and cool. stuff like that. Yeah. Have you been up on like uh, like a lot of reggae? I try to. Uh, more of the things that I focus on is obviously coming like from like Hawaii. You know, if I, if I try to listen to like anything like Jordan T or uh, who else? I mean, I know um, what's his name. <laughs> Can't think of J Book. Yeah, <laughs> J. Well, J Book's not obviously from Hawaii. He's from from this side of. Oh yeah, that's right. This side, but you know, like yeah, J Book, like those kind of things. It like, depends it's just who, you, who you ask. No, cool, <laughs> cool, Irie vibes. You know. Yeah. Have you heard of the the song Utu Bang Bang? Yeah, <laughs> yo. So when I first heard that song, and I was like. This sounds kind of nasty. Yeah, you know, Utu Bang. Have you heard? Have you heard? Uh, smoke all day. His other song. I heard smoke all day too. He's talking about making smoke meat, uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's giving the recipe. Yeah, I was just listening to it. I just heard it for the first time up in Vegas with my brother. Yeah, your like, brother's been putting you up on game when like, it comes down to it. Yeah, but he was laughing because he's like, "Oh, how come this guy's giving the recipe <laughs> in the song?" No, it's uh, yeah, for yeah, those those uh, are not familiar. This is an artist. Uh, I think he's from the Big Island. Yeah, uh, no, Utu, he's from the Big Island. Utu Bang Bang, like. Uh, one of my cousins, uh, shout out Mike C. Well, he, he helped us out. Yeah, you know, hangover and everything. He, uh, he's the one like, yo. He, we have a group chat with all of our cousins and stuff like that. So he, he'll put it up. He'll sometimes put like jams on. He's on like, oh, this is dedicated to you guys. Happy Monday, blah blah. Have a good blessed day. And I was like, Utu Bang Bang, what's this? He dedicated Utu Bang Bang to you guys. Yeah. And then uh, you listen to the lyrics carefully. If you haven't heard that song yet, uh, treat yourself. Yeah. If you if you're trying to grind up on a girl, I'll, I'll probably include that in the mix. I'm like almost yeah, do finished. It. It's a, it's actually a good. I actually like that song. It's it's a guilty pleasure in a, in a kind of way. Yeah, it's a very dope song. So the song's called Utu Bang Bang. It's by I think his name is Kaikena Scanlan. Yeah. I, I think I'm saying your last name wrong, bro. Sorry. Uh, but it's produced by It's better than I could have ever said it Yeah, produced by Pana And um, it's blowing up It's like got millions of streams It's like the first song from from Hilo That's like gone viral, I think so First I just, song from Hilo? I was just, I think it's, yeah Because he, he was he, I went to UH Hilo And like I was just talking to one of my friends uh, B-Styles He goes by Bryson mm-hmm. Just earlier today I was just catching up with one of my homies from back home um, Working on some stuff And then he mentioned like, hey, you need to work with these people because this guy's working with Kai Kenna and then Kai Kenna's doing this. And yeah, um, I was like, yo, that's that's dope. And then he told me there's a remix contest going on because this Utu song, Bang Bang, yeah, this song, this song, Utu Bang Bang is like gone viral. Like, he's got he's like, yeah, millions of streams. And yeah, I think yeah. it's like self published just through DistroKid. Like, um, saw DIY, true, straight true, up. true DIY. That's why when I like when I saw the song on YouTube and it had like six million views. That's and pretty, then I looked it up on like Spotify and it was like million views on a million streams on Spotify. And I looked and you can see who's the publisher. And it was like distributed by a district. And I was like, this guy gets it. And um Oh, that was me that listened to it five hundred thousand yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, me too. So one million. <laughs> so one million combined right here. You're welcome. One million. That's us. Um Ooh, to bang bang. Yeah, so then he was telling me about it and I was like, that's crazy. So I think I'm I might start playing it. Cause I have I have a beat set that I'm gonna do. Um, in a couple of weeks at a show. Oh, you you remixed it? Did you do a remix? Nah, no, but I think I might either I'm gonna play it or I'm gonna between now and then I'm gonna remix it. But the remix contest that he has is like there's an open verse in the beginning. 
Oh. So, so all your MCs. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Bang Bang. I, I just I kind of I just thought I'd bring it up. I didn't think you would have heard of it, but No, man, I try to I try to stay up on music as much as possible because, you know, I think the last time when we talked about music, like heavy like this, it's just like music is constantly released every single day and then a bunch of it is kind of like trash. Yeah. To me personally, but it's it's a quantity over quality game, but there's a lot of quality out there. There is. You just have to know mm-hmm. where to find it and and what speaks to you and what what you like. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been like just into. I mean, I'm one of those now that I'm just into listening to playlists. Like, I mean, I heard like the you know the Tyler album. It was dope. I loved it. Tyler album's really but nice. I just am on the go so much that I just like to throw on whatever Spotify. You know, just. I was like earlier today we said I was listening to like the 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 old school. There was like Jerry with the Damager, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Jerry with the Damager. And there was uh Lord Finesse on there, and I was just like, that's the vibe. And then on the way here, I was listening to like Damn. their uh like their new rap trap stuff and all the little whatevers, and it was like dope. I'm just all the little whatevers. Yeah, there's a lot of them, and it's dope. I'm not one of those that hate on them, but I mean yeah. it's just a lot of dope. So um we're in a DIY age. People, people are putting out music. Just last week, I had, on the same day, two songs dropped that I produced from two different artists. Like, just DIY, just hidden, you know, just hidden. What hidden. tracks are those? So one of them is a uh, is a uh, Chase a Bag, by Emron featuring Psycho Sloth. The other one is uh, Slid, uh, by Dom P. Dom P's from uh, from uh, Sacramento, now LA based. Dope. So just oh uh, yeah, one day and just like some music's coming out. Um, one of the homies just dropped something too, right? Yeah, uh, Kesaro. If you if you haven't heard of him, get familiar. One hundred percent. Because personally, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of R and B acts. There's a lot of there's a lot of R and B music that sounds very similar to each other and stuff like that. I think what sets him apart from from everybody else, um, he he's able to he deli- his delivery is really nice personally to me like he, he, there's like something smooth about it his cadence is like really smooth and then on top of that he 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 throws a little rap in here and there you know kind of like i don't want to compare him to like how drake does things with music or um where he sings and he raps and it's like yo make up your mind are you a rapper you singer <laughs> r&b artist or anything like that but it's just like i'm an artist yeah he just yeah Kesaro, he just made he just made his lane, but like this this new track called Mine that he just released this past Thursday, is very has this cool bounce, this like summer bounce to it. So you'll hear that in the mix uh, coming out this this Wednesday as well. But it's like it's a really good. He's a, I like his work ethic. I like I like what he does just as a person altogether. I think that's I think that's what attracts me more to to the artists that I listen to is because of. Uh, their their full dedication and, and and seeing their work ethic yeah you know um like i love hearing and seeing the things that like like what the artists from like tde do um mm-hmm. from from dreamville like those are the two camps that i'm super like uh like i love for the most part even like uh pro era like joey badass mm-hmm. like it's been a minute since he he's put something out but you know like ever since uh my friend introduced me. Shout out to my boy uh, Era. He uh, put me onto um, Joy Badass 1999 album that came out like seven years ago, give or take. And I've been like 
yo, this is like super refreshing to hear. Hey, you know, but I mean, that's, there's like, like I said, there's like a lot of new music out there. I like, I wish I could tell you from the top of my head, like every single song that I'm, I'm feeling, maybe I could come up with like a list, but then I mean, when I put, put a mix together, it's kind of like, yo, this is like the music that I like and that I'm feeling, yeah. you know, I try to stay away from, uh, a lot of old school hip hop, um, now like recording mixes it's like you've heard that already kind of thing you know i don't know that's just that's just like my perspective like when it comes down to music i feel it i feel it yeah you have an event coming up this coming weekend right yeah 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 there's some stuff gonna speak on that this saturday we got uh we're taking the ripple effect to the oc santa Uh, Ana. yeah first time out there so we're starting to branch and grow um so teaming up with the homie Norik, that's cool. He's got his thing called Cool Calm and Collected. That's cool. So we're <laughs> gonna do a Cool Calm and Effective uh, Ooh. Ripple Effect take on it. So he curated some artists. We got Kyrie. We got That's Cool. We got Noah James. We yeah, got shout Cosmic out to Music. Noah James. Yeah, um, and a bunch of dope producers. We got um, this really dope producer by the name of Motion. That's coming, I believe, from Chicago. She's doing her first LA. Uh, mini tour kind of thing. So we got her her first show out here. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So a um, bunch of artists. And then the following week, uh, we will be at, on July 6th, we'll be at Delicious Vinyl slash Delicious Pizza in West Adams. That's just like breaking. We just confirmed that today. It's the homie. He's having an art show, another little art gallery next to it. Yes. And it's their closing thing. So we're going to be curating like a little ripple effect stage kind of thing. So to represent the ripple effect out West, you know, so it's not just a Pomona thing. It's a worldwide thing. It's a LA thing. It's everywhere. Um, so, but, and then the homies I've been hearing, are I've been hearing talks about Hawaii from, from my recall, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we're working on some stuff. <laughs> so I was on the phone with some people earlier oh. talking about some artists. Oh, you know, so if you're putting it all together, I mean, if you um, need a DJ for that event, hey. I'm down to down to swing it, swing. I miss I miss Hawaii. It's been uh, when was the last time you were in Hawaii? Uh, last year. Uh, but it was for it was it was. But it was, it was in you. You went out to uh, to Hilo though. Yeah, I yeah. went to Hilo last May uh, just for some family stuff, you know. Um, but I didn't get to bring the fam. The last time I brought the fam was maybe five years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's been five years since little Noah's been, been not Noah James, my son Noah, <laughs> Noah and Daisy have been to, um, been to Hawaii. It's been a while. So, uh, but yeah, we're we're trying to go out there, both Noahs. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to bring the fam out there. Trying to work on some music yeah. stuff out there. So, just uh, there's a lot of talent out there, man. Yeah. In Hawaii, like, and it's it's not just like reggae. It's there's a lot of hip hop artists that. Uh, I used to work with there from there before. Uh, I suck with names right now, and I can't think. But I remember I'll remember to shout you out and put you on the mix though. Like reggae? No, or like rappers. Yeah, rappers. Creed Chameleon. That's the guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Creed. Yeah. Is there anyone like, else? I can't think of any off the top of my head. Yeah, shout but Creed though. Shout out Creed. Shout I remember out. watching Creed like on. Uh, we had this thing called OC16, Oceanic Cable 16, when Digital Cable first came out. Wow. And I remember like all these rappers from Wahoo used to have their videos played. And I think Creek Chameleon was one of them. And maybe not. I don't know if he's that old. <laughs> oh, but uh, when I was like in high school, I remember yeah, seeing like Kimo James. There's one cat named Kimo James. Uh, Immerse. You know Immerse. Immerse I've became, heard Immerse actually. Immerse yeah. 
he became known as government Tasho Pierce, which he started rolling. But he had a brand called Flip the Bird. Okay, I remember Flip the Bird. And then he started working with like he had a song with Kid Cudi, and he started when Kanye was going to Hawaii. He somehow found himself in the room. So there's some OG like you know like Hawaiian hip hop stuff. But um, yeah. What else is going on this Saturday? We got another event. Oh yeah, so Saturday, uh, June 29th. If you're in the area, um, in the LA area, or shoot wherever you're coming from, OC. San Gabriel Valley or what have you. Hit up JD's in Alhambra. The event is the Soul Shack. The Soul Shack is back organized by K67 and Ruben Molina with guest collectors Lizzie Lee, Josh Whitmore, Soul 63, and Rico. Hey, so shout out to K67 and uh, Lizzie Lee. That's uh, that's Adam's uh, sister. Hey, there uh, you go. So, I mean, let me tell you though, like their collection of records... They're 45s, like all this, like old school. So like, so in, in Southern California, a good majority from from my understanding, but I'm pretty sure all over the world, but like there's like a, a big col- like group of people like that love to collect like soul records. Like yeah. basically like think of like Art LeBeau, like old school show, like, you know, like, you know, like from like Motown to... I'm probably I'm pretty sure they're like nah fool that ain't it <laughs> yeah but like you know like very soulful music and like you know there's like northern soul there's like all these I didn't know about all these like genres like yeah. when it came down to to soul music and stuff like that but but they're heavy diggers I mean heavy like to the point where like like things you'll find on discogs for like two three hundred bucks for a 45 they got them they they probably do got them but then before that before the price jump and stuff like that, you know, yeah, like yeah. they've they've been like hardcore collectors and like I admire their collection like so much. Like and they play they they also collect like a whole bunch of like old uh, like reggae as well. Nice. But like it, it like if you're all into that kind of stuff, like I highly recommend you uh, checking that out because like it's like any kind of music like that is just like you just want to have like a beer and just cool out with like you know and just listen and just groove and stuff like that is you know everybody like things like um like you gotta like dance and like turn up and and all that stuff it's like it's more of like a mellow just vibe. chill chill just vibe. vibe yeah and yeah. then sunday yeah sunday june 30th uh, yeah we got little sweeties in echo park what she got shout out little sweeties she's throwing a tea party along with friends at kaleidoscope collective in echo park so uh make sure you go check that out it's a tea party so tickets available Head over to uh, Little Sweeties IG, spelled L I T T L E S W E E T I E S. I think we could put an infographic there. Yeah, the bottom. Yeah, right here. For more info on the ticket, the link is where? Uh, links in her bio. Links to inside her bio, bro. Inside her bio, bro. Well, that sounded weird now that I said it like that. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> when you were like talking about it earlier, you, you wanted to read it in a pigeon accent yeah, yeah my bad I just, just read it like that read the last one i just came back from you know spending time with family and whenever i'm around family the pigeon lingers for a couple of days and then i just got off the phone with one of my homies from high school so yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna read it <laughs> come on i'm not gonna read them in uh, pigeon right that's cultural appropriation i'm from la now because oh, okay just kidding all right <laughs> so yo that was a dope episode dope recap next episode we're gonna have El Jefe back in the mix. We're going to talk about some more stuff. El Jefe. We're going to read. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has it already tattooed. I'm pretty sure that movie is based I around his say, life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, John, what's his dude's name? John Leguizamo? No, the the main chef. Oh, John Favreau. I'm pretty sure that character is based around Chef Adam and his story. 
Well, I, it's inspired. I it's inspired. I feel that. Stories feel of that. El Sereno. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that right. pause. Yeah. That pause made it happen. Man, shout out <laughs> Chef Adam. Uh, shout out Lil Sweeties, everybody from the East Los Musubi gang. Pocket Party. We gang, out here. Um, yeah, next episode, we'll get into some more jams. Uh, more jams. I'm excited more. to hear this mix, though. You're gonna, you definitely got to throw Utu Bang Bang. And Utu I want bang, that mix bang. transition into Chase a Bag by Emron. Oh, is that is that a challenge? It's a challenge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. So, yeah. What episode number is this? 13. 13, episode 13. Where can I find yo-yo videos, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I used to I used to do yo-yos back in the day, but there's no evidence of this anywhere. Unless you come see me at a show and pull up with a yo-yo, you know you're, you gonna, a, you're gonna see. I you have, have a specific kind of yo-yo that you 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 gotta rock with. No, I can. I mean, any yo-yo, but there oh, are any yo-yo. He there said. are some, there are some yo-yos that are more for like that are like for toys and not for tricks. I mean, they can kind of see, they kind of can't. I mean, I can rock with those, but then you know, it doesn't gotta be like. That orange Duncan joint with like six ball bearings inside of it and all whatever that. Whatever one, any, any yo-yo. Come see me. No, I'm just kidding. Damn. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. guy. Yeah. So yeah, you can find us uh, uh, on Instagram, Street Eats and Dope Beats. Uh, you can listen to us anywhere you know podcasts are, are found. Uh, and uh, but where can they find you personally? Uh, you guys can find me at DJ Mike Rock. M I K E R A W K. Uh, have no website yet. I've always been saying website coming soon for the past 10 years. It's coming. Uh, we're going to put that together soon. So yeah, we got to got to fix that. Make that happen. Let's do it. Squarespace. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. No, it's not. But <laughs> it's that not. sounded good. So if you're listening. Yeah. FDIC and, insured. See, that sounds good too. If you guys want not, that. It has nothing to do with yo, money Squarespace. or bank, You know. All right. Yeah. And you Where can, can find, me, find you? You can find yeah. me on uh, Instagram. It's at uh, JMKM808 or at Productive Culture. Um, same for Twitter uh, so yeah we'll talk to you guys soon this is Streets and Dope Beats my name is Jam Cam Mike Rock peace Cheese.